happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah, seriously, happy Thanksgiving. We were just talking about this earlier today, how American Thanksgiving might be one of my top holidays if I lived in the States. <laughs> Football all day, food, family, Black Friday, all the good stuff, man. Yeah, some good stuff happening. I get multiple days off too, right? Normally down there, it's the Thursday, Friday, people get off work. So. so that's even better than ours, just getting the Monday. Right. Come on, Canada. But you know what? I'll take football during the workday. It's, it's yeah, nice yeah. To have. Oh, for sure. It's a nice thing to get, yeah, get through the day. Um, so, yeah, we've had <clears throat> a few games already happen, but we can touch on that a little bit later. But we are on episode 84. This was the episode you were most looking forward to. Yeah, I used to love number 84, but now I hate number 84. <laughs> I'll go first just to get it out of the way, and then yes, I want to listen to you talk about yours. Um, so mine is Kendrick Bourne. Recent acquisition through free agency this offseason. Kind of a speedster, route runner type guy. I know San Francisco really liked him, so when we got him, I think they were disappointed, and I was happy to have him on the team because we need wide receivers. Uh, not a great first part of this year, but he's actually had a few decent games as of late. So Kendrick Bourne, wide receiver three, I would probably say, for the Patriots. But either way, okay. that's my 84. But I'm, I'm excited to hear you uh, wax poetically about yours. <sighs> Yes, my 84 is pretty obvious. There's no other notable 84 for the Steelers. The greatest it's, 84 in Steelers history. Well, yeah, Antonio Clown. <laughs> Antonio Brown. <laughs> oh, man. I don't really have much to say. Everyone knows my feelings on Antonio Brown. Nobody's allowed to like him. What I'm a sorry. That's just, say. that's just the rule. Oh, yeah. I mean, he... Like, the number one wide receiver in the league. Like, in fantasy, too, right? Like, he was... Oh, man. That was the guy you were taking. Yeah, he's so good, but... But not anymore. Nope. (laughs) Anyway, okay. Why don't we... (laughs) (laughs) We'll leave it there. Moving right along. Um... I guess we should recap what happened last week, yeah? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but I guess it could always be worse. So, yeah. So, I guess share the outcome. Yeah. Before we talk about the games, Ben was two and three, missing on, you had the Cowboys. The Panthers, um, and the Titans, which we yeah. both missed on our we've missed on our lock the last three weeks. So it tells you how crazy this NFL season has been. Um, yeah, so yeah, that puts you at puts you at twenty three and twenty seven, and I missed on the Steelers and the Titans, so I was three and that, two. That Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, yeah, with Big Ben coming back, my pick switched to the Steelers, and I just about got that too. 
but almost Steelers Steelers defense was a little bit woof on Sunday. So anyway, yes, I'm 29 and 21 for what they have. So. Well, hey, you know what? They kind of started to make some plays at the end of the game, and they just about made a 17-point comeback in the fourth quarter. Impressive. But we'll get into that later, I promise. Right. I got some thoughts. <laughs> um, okay, well, <clears throat> let's look back then and see what happened. Man, there was a lot of interesting games that we... Didn't necessarily pick. Um, I mean, just to just to say some notable outcomes, I guess. Like, well, Lamar Jackson didn't play, so the Bears should have beat the Ravens, but did not. <laughs> Man, I swear, the Ravens have been the luckiest team this year. They've they've escaped by the skin of their teeth, and like, they should have a losing record, I think, but they've been able to just grind out some wins somehow and they're winning the division yeah. it's real annoying <laughs> um the vikings beat the packers which is interesting the vikings man the vikings are confusing to me because they're one of those teams that <coughs> excuse me they're uh not i don't think they're necessarily well <laughs> i don't know like they're, they're a team that like sometimes you think Man, this team's kind of good, but then you see them one another week, and you're like, this team's awful. Like, I don't know, they're they're really weird that, that way. And the crazy thing is, too, I think in like the last the last few games, like the Vikings have kind of had the Packers number, which yeah, right, I mean, it's surprising because, like you said, this team can kind of be hot and cold and all over the place. You don't really know if they're well. Obviously, they're not winning their division because the Packers usually come out on top as of late. But obviously they've got some talent there. I mean, it's kind of like it's funny because I feel like the Vikings are like a good representation of like their quarterback situation. It's like, how do we feel about Kirk Cousins? It's like, eh. How do we feel about the Vikings? Eh. They can be hot. They can be cold. They can be good. Are they good? Are they bad? I don't really know. Kind of somewhere in the middle there. So, um. Good for them, though, for beating the Packers. This is a good divisional win. and Well, it uh, probably tightens up the NFC. Uh, like the the one seed probably opens it up a little bit for some other teams to stay competitive there because I think the Packers have had the best record. What do they do anymore? Yep. So... Yeah, good, good win there by the Vikings. Did you mm-hmm. want to talk? Did we pick the Colts Bills game? We didn't. But this is this just is interesting, just because obviously the Bills were so favored coming into the year to win the division. They are no longer in first place. That currently is owned by the Patriots. Um, and I was saying to my wife prior to recording that it's nice with you know the craziness of COVID and the uncertainty in the world that it's nice to see things get back to normal. <laughs> Specific, specifically in the AFC East with the Patriots being in the one seed. So, um, but yeah, the Colts, 41 to 15, they blow the doors off of Bills. And I don't know, the Bills aren't looking that great. And tonight, Tredavious White, their 
all pro DB gets hurt. Oh. The run game's non-existent. People seem to have kind of figured out the, the passing game a little bit. So who knows? The Bills may not be what we thought they'd be. Yeah, the Bills don't have a run game, and that's that's probably their issue. They don't have good running but, backs. Sorry, Singletary and Moss, but those guys aren't it, you know? But just, again, this isn't a game that we picked, but this is just an interesting outcome and not something we... I mean, it's a good thing we didn't pick this one as our lock. Jonathan Taylor going for five touchdowns. Man, I'm in this fantasy league. It's like a, a, a it's called guillotine league. Okay. And uh, so basically every week somebody's eliminated and then all their guys go into the waiver wire and then you can kind of poach them. And so okay. anyway, I had, I had, I'm still in it. And then we have a, I had Jonathan Taylor on my team. So I was, I was sitting pretty that week. Um, Dang. Um, okay, well, do you want to... Yeah, we'll get into the games we did. Pay, yeah, let's recap some of the... So, <clears throat> Cowboys-Chiefs was the first one that we picked. I didn't get to see any of this game. Um but the score was not what I expected. I mean, neither quarterback throws a touchdown in this game, which is interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire came back and did pretty good, so that's good for me. Um, oh, yeah, for Dynasty. Yeah, that's nice to see. This game wasn't yeah. nearly as high scoring as I thought it would be. No, I mean, Dallas getting held to nine points by the worst defense in the league. <laughs> or what well, has been, you know, like... Yeah, and I think that they have been the worst defense. I don't know if they are the worst defense. I was listening to Chris Sims, and he talked about how Chris Jones, he plays defensive tackle they or defensive end. Wait, no. Yeah, he plays defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. They've been moving him to the, the edge and how mm-hmm. that's not really been working out. So in this game, they moved him back, and he got more pressure on Dak. So, um, uh-huh. And then like guys like the uh, Jarius... Darius or Legarius Sneed stepping up and like as a as a DB and um, just kind of how yeah this defense hasn't been very good but maybe they're starting to get a little bit better as we hit the midseason point. Um, but yeah, like I I thought this was going to kind of be like a an offensive showdown and it kind of turned into a little bit of the opposite. Uh, but the Chiefs get another win here that looks really good. Anything? I was just looking at some of these other stats here. Look at like Zeke and Pollard, hey? <laughs> they split. Man, you know something I noticed in the Thanksgiving game today with the Cowboys is like Pollard. Look, Pollard's the one that looks like he's got fresh legs and like burst. Elliot Zeke's looking a little slow. Yeah. He's looking a little. You know what I mean? Like Pollard's the guy that's like, ener- like energized and hits the holes hard. And I mean, he had a kick return touchdown today, which was yeah, 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 he did. I I heard a comparison, and I mean, I'm not a baseball guy really, but they uh-huh. did like a comparison between like your starting pitcher and your reliever, I guess. Oh, okay. So like your starting pitcher is going to play like six innings, so they have to have that kind of like into their mentality that they're going to be throwing that much whereas like your reliever maybe 
knows they're only going to be in there. I don't know how long a reliever plays, like maybe three, two innings. Yeah. But, but basically limited roles so they can kind of give a little bit more. And that was uh-huh. kind of the combination or the comparison they gave to Zeke and Pollard. But, I mean, Pollard's making the most of his opportunities. And like you said, like today he had a kick return. And the guy averages a decent amount of yards per carry, which – yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think it tells you everything, but I think it tells you something. So, yeah, it'll just be interesting to watch as it goes forward. Um, Zeke's still heavily involved in the past game, though. Six receptions yeah. in this game against the Chiefs, but today I noticed he had quite a few receptions as well. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, anyway, just just kind of a funny stat, just kind of a funny game for stats and scoring and. Just, um, again, not what we thought it would be. This just kind of fits the year that this NFL season has looked like. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's... Um, Cardinal at Seahawks was the next one on the list. <clears throat> Man, the Cardinals keep winning without Hopkins. and They're 2-1 two and, and, uh, and one without Kyler Murray, right, as the starter? Yeah. And I don't know what's wrong with Seattle with Russell Wilson back. Like, I know, uh, I know Seattle's running backs have been really banged up. Um, but I mean, Lockett had kind of a Lockett game, but like DK Metcalf has hasn't been. I don't know. Like, maybe that finger of Russ Wilson's is still bothering him, which would make sense, but. Um, how does how does this all work out for Russell Wilson in, in like I mean I don't really have much else to like give input into this game I think the Cardinals are a well coached team they have a good offense I think they can they have guys that they can put in and plug and play and mm-hmm. they can get the si- similar production maybe not the exact same but like is Russell Wilson going to end his career as a Seahawk do you think I don't think so I think I've you hear too much noise about him leaving. Right, um, and I, I think I, before this year, I would have thought, like, yeah, he ends up as a Seahawk or... Yeah. But, I mean, as this, this season's gone on, I don't know if he does. Like, I think at some point he's he's out of there. I, well, aware, you but. know, this doesn't, this doesn't bode super well for Seattle because imagine Russell Wilson leaves this offseason. Seattle doesn't have their first-round pick this year. I'm not sure what their picks look like going forward, but, you know, they traded for Jamal Adams and gave up a ton. And so them losing this season really doesn't benefit them too much. Um, The Jets have their first-round pick. (laughs) Uh, And like I said, if for some reason Wilson's out of there, could be rough days ahead for the Seahawks. But Yeah, I'm not saying that they, they... They could never. There's not a scenario where they figure it out. It's just that I, I think that's just the growing suspicion I have that he doesn't end his career there. So, yeah, there's been a lot of talk about that. So, just kind of interesting thing to follow. Um, any, sorry, any, I can, that's kind of a tangent there, but I mean, any no, other? that's okay. I, um, no, the other only other thing is that the Cardinals. If I had to pick a best team in the NFL right now, they'd probably be who I'd pick. <laughs> um, just based on consistency, even without their – I mean, without your starting quarterback, that's hard. And they've been able to yeah, – And Hopkins, right? Like, you're two oh, right, best right. offensive players. 
because that's why they Connor Connor keeps scoring. He just keeps finding the end yeah. zone. I love seeing that guy get all these touchdowns. It's really fun to see. Um, but Cardinals yeah, man, have a feel of like the team that we see every year. Where again, to refer back to years where we would watch Alex Smith led Kansas City Chiefs team, <laughs> and they'd be like eight zero, and we would always say undefeated, but like we're not scared. Like we just, I kind of have that feeling about the Cardinals, where it's like, yeah, they have a really good record and they look really good, but at the same time, I don't know if I'm scared of them. So yeah, um, um, you may not feel that way, but that's kind of the, the feeling I've had so far this year. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens in the playoffs. But when you're playing Colt McCoy, I mean, it is a good look that you can put him in there and see very uh, well get wins, right? Like to win and yeah. keep the streak alive. So good for them. It's kind of like the whole Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Brees thing, right? From a year or two back where <laughs> right. Teddy Teddy went in and kept winning. I mean, just a well-coached team. They have the players, so mm-hmm. make it work. Zach Ertz is scoring touchdowns and pissing me off because I <laughs> sold him in Dynasty for – well, I just cut him because he was annoying, and yeah, it didn't really work out. So Now he's producing again. Yeah, yeah fair enough. All right. Okay, let's – um, Washington and the Panthers. This one was a Ooh, game. We, game. Yeah, it was. And Cam Cam Newton was threw through for a couple touchdowns, rushed for one. Um, but man, Washington's one of those teams that just seems to be annoying and can just hang around with. Yeah, they're just Every, a team that seems – they just keep games close, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Right. This was a game, too, where I was just, like, happy with, like, everything that Cam was doing. Like, I thought he looked mm-hmm. good, like, had some nice runs, some good passes, and it's just – I I mean, I don't know what they do in the offseason. I, I would assume they move on from him again. But, I mean, yeah. he's playing decent, so at least for this year they've got uh, – a nice storyline, but yeah, these these Washington said Redskins, Washington football teamers, uh, man, they're four and six. They got to, they're gonna, they got to go now. Like they, they can't afford mm-hmm. any more losses. So, your boy Terry McLaurin, five receptions, 103 yards, touch looks real good. He's a baller. He is. Like Gibson had a decent game, 19 carries, 95 yards, just. Needs to get in the end yeah, zone a little bit more. Um, Washington's another team that's probably going to look for a quarterback in the offseason. Fitzpatrick's not coming back. This this could be a team that takes like a first round quarterback. Yeah, right. and Heineke, I think I think Heineke's a pretty decent. I think he'll be like the next Fitzpatrick, where he bounces to teams that like want that need a quarterback really bad. He's kind of yeah. proven that he can, that he can be a low end starter, you know, like. But you're um, not gonna get you're not gonna get to the big game with him. No, I, I don't think. But you you can have, I don't know, he's you won a, he almost won a playoff game last year, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, they almost beat the against playoffs. the Super Bowl so, champs. So. Yeah, I I like that analogy, like that. Uh, 
comparison between him and Fitzpatrick, which is funny because they're on the same team, right? Technically. Um, although yeah, Ryan, right. Ryan Fitzpatrick's not playing. But mm-hmm. yeah, I see, I can see that. So. Um. Yeah. Anything else on? No. Good on you for picking Washington. I was I was really confident in the Carolina pick. So. Well, um, man. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I can't say I had any confidence in my Washington pick last week. So. <laughs> All right. Um, um, let's talk about let's talk about the t- Texans and tit- Titans because we had Steelers Chargers, but of course that's a game we go in depth into. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I don't know what to say. Well, I guess Tyrod Taylor was back, or Tyrod Taylor was back. As yeah, Tyrod, come on, man. 170 yards, didn't throw any touchdowns. He did rush for two. Um, they're getting Rex Burkhead into the mix. They they cut Philip Lindsay recently, who actually just signed with Miami. Yeah, and I heard all their. I've seen a lot of. There's a lot of calls for them to. Um, cut David Johnson too. So who knows? So what? Rex Burkhead is all of a sudden going to be the RB one there. Yes, sir. He's finally going to get his. Day in the sun. There you go. Go pick him up in your fantasy leagues. Get an RB1. Everybody needs running back. So, where are the yards in this game? How do they score 22 points? Like, I'm just looking at this. I... 14 from Tarod. Uh... And Brandon Cooks had 18 yards. David Johnson had 16. Nico Collins had 9. Conley had 37. I mean, it's just not a this offense doesn't produce a lot, hey? No. But the so. Titans, man. Oh, Tannehill threw four picks? I did not realize that. They probably just had favorable field position the whole game. There we go. I didn't watch any of this game either. I, I didn't either. The, the Titans. So. The Titans also cut Adrian Peterson this week. Yeah, they're like feeding Hilliard or whatever. Man, you really see how much Henry meant to this team, this offense at least, right? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like they can't get anything going. Although the Westbrook guy had 107 yards receiving. Four mm-hmm. picks for Tannehill, yuck. Yeah, that's that's wild. Yeah, anyway, just Dude, another odd, like... in the mouth on Sunday. The Titans should Sorry, have guys. easily had... I was just saying... The Titans should have easily handled the Texans in this game. Like, there's no excuse, and that's just embarrassing for them. <laughs> there's just yeah. there's no other way to put it, really. So again, um, this this is another good example, of, like division divisional games where your record almost doesn't even matter because you get in there and it's just like a division rival, and you yeah. All of a sudden, the Texans are balling out, and Tannehill's throwing four picks. Crazy. That's all I have to say about that. Okay. Well, I guess I can talk about the Steelers game. Unless you want to. We kind of touched on the Patriots Falcons last week because they yeah. were. But but I, I can mean, let all you. All you need to know is that the Falcons had opportunities to put points on the board. They got into the red zone. Well, at least a little bit. Um, and they put up zero points. So. Uh, yeah, the Patriots are rolling, man. Defense is looking nice. 
Van Noy had a pick six in this game. Judon was a beast. And then just the run game is solid. Mac is making the right throws. The leash is getting a little bit more a little bit more length there so that he can take some more shots down the field. And yeah, like you said, we already talked about this. So Patriots are first in the AFC East. And it's just, it was just funny to watch during the week. Analysts and, and NFL like people just talk about the Patriots as like, oh, they're back, like they're coming back. And again, I know I've said this before, you, you they went into overtime with the Dallas Cowboys. They lost by a field goal to Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah, so this, I think they're legit. I think this is they're gonna. I, I know that very confident they get to the playoffs, and I think they're gonna make some noise in the playoffs. So that's where I'll leave that. Everything is well, right again. There was a good point game. made. A good point made this week that I heard is that like you guys had a ton of people opt out on defense last year due to COVID, like just opt out of the season yeah. in general, and so high tower. Um, well, yeah, so they're just saying, like, last year was was a big anomaly for a lot of teams, right? So, um, and especially the Patriots, too. Um, anyway, yeah, so I've... But even, like, guys that opted out, guys like Hightower, they mean so much to that defense. Like, they're, like... Yeah. They kind of hold it all together. and and But even this year's guys... So you get all those kind of guys back, we... Hightower's back. McCourty obviously is still there balling out. JC Jackson is again taking another step. Um as a and I think that's why they let Gilmore go, right? Like they, they saw that they could let him go. But it's guys like Duggar, uh, who is just really becoming what because when we drafted him, it was a, very much like a question mark, like, okay, who is this guy? Like he played He's that he's that like D two safety, right? That you picked exactly. in the second he round. He didn't play division one right. ball. Like he and right. like, but he was drafted because of his like um you know, just because he was a Belichick type guy, the way that like he like a physical freak and just some of the plays he made and his athleticism. And so like now that's all starting to show. And he had a really good game. Uh Uche another linebacker, Bentley, another linebacker. Like, these guys are all taking that next step this year. And these young guys who are taking those steps um, now that they've been in the league for a couple of years, along with those guys that have been there, like the Van Noys, the Hightowers, the McCourties, the J.C. Jacksons, like it's just, it's coming together nicely. And it's going to be a very good, I've been trying to get the Patriots defense in almost every fantasy league I'm in, just because, um, they're gonna be good, good, good. So anyway, yeah, I'll leave it nice. there. Okay. Um. Yeah. Why don't we talk about the Steelers? <laughs> this was a very entertaining game for. Well, yeah, it felt like one of those where, in the third quarter, there it was like I could probably go to bed early, or, or you know. Have it on in the background. Because the Steelers were down big, right? Well, they put up 27 points in the fourth quarter. They block a punt, quickly score. They get a pick um, and score. Uh, obviously, games like this are 
kind of moral victories, but also frustrating at the same time because I have around halftime or middle of the third, I came to a point where I just accepted it was going to be a loss. <laughs> you know, right. like, you know, how sometimes when your team's just getting owned, you just kind of have that like moment of like, well, better luck next week. But then, of course, the Steelers come back and take a three point lead. And then you're like, man, we can we can win this game. Um, Steelers defense had so many people out. So TJ Watt was out. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick was out. Joe Hayden was out. Um, These are centerpieces. These are what your defense is built around. Yeah, those are like the best player at three different positions there. Um, And so you can't really just trust Cam Hayward to do it all, you know? You can't really trust a defensive lineman to just do it all, even though he tried his best. (laughs) He just about did. (laughs) Yeah. Um, He, uh, okay, that's also one thing I want to say, okay? I'm just going to say it right now. Cam Hayward is one of the best defensive linemen in the NFL. He has a higher grade than Aaron Donald, I think, this year from Pro Football Focus, if you care about that. Um, he, He, the dude's a beast, man. And he constantly gets no, like, recognition for anything he's apparently seventh in pro bowl voting for amongst defensive tackles which like now explain that one to me he's probably been the best defensive Crazy. tackle this year and that's just not me as a Steelers fan saying that like the like there are metrics to back this up anyway that man needs more recognition because we all know he's what a real say one he is? he's seventh yeah i think he's seventh among in voting or something um, i'm just trying to name six that i would take ahead of him i don't think i can no, yeah. I, anyway, I, I saw that on Twitter, so it could be true, could be not be true, but I think it is true. Anyway, point is, he had a really good game here, and yeah, I mean, the Steelers made it close. They, the defense just couldn't stop the Chargers in for most of the game, and that's kind of what happened. But what I did like to see in this game, Ben Roethlisberger was slinging it, man. Now, yeah. He he was using the middle of the field, which I've been asking and begging him to do all year, and it ha- and it worked out. He there's times where you can tell that Ben is kind of calling his own plays, or at least he's kind of freelancing more than he normally does. And when they're down big, that's usually when it happens. And this kind of then the offense all of a sudden shows up. I said this to Kent, and I'm not sure. This is probably just my Steeler bias. Big Ben love shining through but like i feel like maybe the offensive coordinators have jumped the gun on trying to say that ben is too limited in what he can do and so they've been trying to limit what he can do where oh so i think the offensive coordinator has been calling these plays that you know he's getting it out quick he's throwing five yards down the field and everyone's saying oh ben can't do more than that well i don't think that's necessarily true I think maybe there's a sign of regression, and so the offensive coordinator had started to game plan for that. But we then then we see games like this where obviously it was out of necessity that he had to just start slinging it all over the field, just being down big and all. But right. I think the guy's still got some of that left in the tank. And I said to Kent, I was like, man, earlier this year, I'm like, Ben needs to retire, move on next year. A part of me is like, we got no backup plan for next year right now. Like, if he right. if he shows what he did in this game also can i just say he was coming off of a week where he didn't practice at all because he was on the COVID list he didn't play last week 
he got cleared on Saturday, played Sunday, and he had like the best game of the season that he's had. Um, anyway, my point is, <laughs> I kind of, it'd be kind of nice if they could open the playbook up a little bit for Ben maybe and see, hey, you know what? He's not what he used to be, but I don't think he's exactly a shell like people have been trying to label him as. But again, I'm a Steeler fan, so I could be biased here. No, I had the same thought. Like, I thought like yeah. earlier this year, he needs to retire. La- this last week's game, I was like, there were a few throws where I was like, he still got something. So whether or not that will last for another year or if it'll just get him through the end of this year. Um, I mean, for them to be in this game, mostly well, because of the offense, right? The offense was what was keeping him in the game. Well, yeah, and then they took that they took that three point lead, and then a busted coverage let Mike Williams score a long touchdown. And if Minka was in the game, that doesn't happen because he's playing that safety on that side of the field. But anyway, um, I don't often take moral victories, but like this really felt like one where it was like the Steelers were in a shootout, which you just you haven't seen from this offense since early last year, them putting up thirty points, you know. Um, I know they, I, I know their defense made a couple plays, but that's how good teams win. Right. Yeah. I also felt like the Steelers were missing on some calls, but the refs weren't giving them for some of these headshots that happened in the game. Oh, like, Najee got a forearm to the head. And then Cam Sutton on the, on the pick that he got also a guy came in late and just gave him like yeah. a shoulder to the dome. Right. And he didn't need to, he just needed to touch him because he was already down. Yeah, and, he, and so I didn't like that one. There was no flag on that, but yeah. Anyway, uh, a little interesting, but <laughs> um, I guess really bottom line is the Steelers. Obviously, when their best defenders are playing, they have a chance to win just about any game they're in, and we've seen that. Even though it might not look pretty, they've they play close games usually with most teams here, and so even even with old big Ben, you know, so, um, yeah, they can stick around. Honestly, this team just needs to get better on the offensive line and they could be, they could really do something. Uh, Najee didn't have a lot of success running the ball in this game, but it was just because again, the offensive line kind of regressed a little bit here and didn't weren't, weren't, weren't getting the push we've seen the last few weeks. Um, and they're just kind of up and down that way because they've still got a lot of young guys and inexperience and just some straight-up bad players on the offensive line. Um, right. So I think that's something the offseason will address, probably the draft. I think that's probably where they'll go. Um, but really, like, that's kind of like – that's like the main weakness of this team right now. We've got a pretty good roster construction, I think. I think Ben can still be a quarterback that can – help a team win. I don't know if he can get us all the way there, obviously, but uh, when there's no other plan, I still don't think he's necessarily a bad plan. Uh, Anyway, I could keep going on, but the Steelers are still in it. They're still in the division race. Um, We still have two games against the Ravens, one against the Bengals and Browns each. Um, So, I mean, we're still right there. And, uh, the tie against the Lions obviously was really ugly, but <laughs> yeah, this team is still right there and can easily get a wild card spot or even even win the division. So 
we'll see how it goes. We play the Bengals this week, so that's going to be a fun one. Right. Okay. And Josh Allen is just throwing touchdowns for you this week, isn't he? I need a big week. I'm playing Ben Huber, and so, um, yeah, I need I need a big week here, and he's he's helping me out. So, <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think that those were our game picks. Hey, from last week. Yeah, we'll get into the ones for this week. Let's pick this week's games. Um, all right. Okay. First up, we got. Vikings at 49ers. A couple of teams that, like I said, I think they're in that space where we think they're good, but. Yeah, we don't know. They're kind of like their quarterback, where some weeks we think their quarterback's good and some weeks we don't think they're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Exactly. All right, you want to go first or second here? Uh, I'll let you pick this one first if you want to. Okay. This is tough. I am going – let's take a look here. Man, both teams are 5-5. Five and five. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen in this game, Kyle? I think the 49ers will win. It's fair. I'm doing that because I like Kyle Shanahan. I like Jimmy Garoppolo. I think yeah, I Brandon Ayuk is playing better. I think Debo Samuel's having a great year. Kittle seems to be back. I'm going to pick the 49ers. Okay. That's my analysis. <laughs> Debo Samuel has been a beast. Um, he gets involved in the run game and the pass game. and um, But you know what? I'm going to go with the Vikings. You're Kirk Cousins believer. Yeah, you are. The Vikings are going to go on a roll here until they have to meet the Steelers in a few weeks. No. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to pick the Vikings. I think this is a very, very evenly matched game. Yeah, this this will be a fun one to have on and see what happens. Okay, let's go to the next one. Uh, Rams at Packers. Okay. Um, I want to say Rams, just with everything they have, but this is at the Packers, and the Rams have been a team, they started really hot, Recently, they've been very up and down. You just kind of never know what you're going to get. Um, it could be cold in Green Bay. I don't know what the weather's supposed to be like, but yeah, I'm going to go with the Packers here because I just the Rams just aren't they're not very trustworthy right now. I think the Packers are a little more um, predictable, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think you're right on that. What's Aaron Rodgers' situation? Oh, yeah, he has COVID toe or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what his situation is, to be honest. Like, is it like a toe injury that would keep him from playing, or is it just something that he's just dealing with? Like, is it I don't so think so. I think it held him out of practice this week, but... I'm... I don't know. I think the Rams are... I think with a full week Odell at practice, I think the Rams are going to get back on track. I'm going to pick the Rams, although I, I do think the... Packers are a more solid, secure team right now, if that makes sense. Like they're, uh-huh. yeah, the Rams are just kind of up and down, and I think they go on the app again here. So I'm going to pick the Rams again, hoping okay. to get a 
a game bag from you. Or yeah, sounds good. From you. I say that every week, but I never get them, so I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, Buccaneers at Colts. What do you think? I, I'm going to pick the Bucks, but I, I'm not super confident in picking them. I think the Colts have kind of shown uh, they're a good run team. Wentz isn't turning the ball over, just like Trevor Simeon did just now on TV here, as I say that. Um, I think the Colts have a good defense, too. I do like the Bucs just because of, obviously, you know, they got all their players back. Um, I just think they're the, the better team right now. But the Colts obviously showed that they can beat some of the better teams in the league. But I will pick the Bucs. Yeah, I'm going Buccaneers, too. I, I think the Colts are... I think Carson Wentz is too turnover prone and the Buccaneers, I know the Buccaneers have been a little up and down recently too, but I think their defense is still pretty good and can force a lot of turnovers. Um, I just think the Bucs are the better team. So that's just kind of, I just want to go there. The Colts are one of those teams too, where I haven't really been able to trust them all year with anything. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, Buccaneers, I think for me too. And Trevor Simeon threw that under through it in the double coverage. The bad look. Well, Drew Brees is like doing the commentary on this game, and he's probably sitting like he's rolling over in his grave right now. Right oh wait, now. his grave. <laughs> he, uh, they should put in Taysom Hill. That's all. That's all I want. That's all yeah, I'm going to say. Why isn't Taysom Hill playing? Oh man, Mr. Trubisky came in. Come on, they can't even let uh, Josh Allen stat pad a little bit. Is he? I didn't Come on. Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky could get a job next year, I bet. Hey, man. Because like, I mean, you look at how bad the Bears are right now, it's like, was it Nagy or was it Trubisky? Yeah. It Nagy. If Ben Roethlisberger retires, man, I mean. Hey, that's not a bad option. No, it's really not. Like, anyway, we'll see how that goes, but. Better than Mason. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mason Rudolph's not the guy. All right. That's um. Titans at Patriots is our potential upset here. Um, it's at the Patriots, so I mean, and they've been on a roll, and the Titans have not. <laughs> yeah. So I know you're picking Patriots. I am. I think I'm going to as well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, every everything inside me tells me to pick against the Patriots just out of principle, but don't do it. The Titans aren't good right now, so. And then, you know, we really struggled with our lock because our locks have not been good. But this week, there's not really this uh, Bills-Saints game probably would have been the one we picked if it wasn't being played the night we record. Right. So we picked the Chargers over the Broncos to be our lock. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I laugh because think... I have no confidence in that, but... <laughs> but hey, maybe that's the trick of getting your lock is you pick one that's not really like, easy to pick in your mind and you pick one of these other ones you're not sure about and ends up being correct. So Yes, sir. I don't know. When it zigs, we zag, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That doesn't make any sense. But yeah, it does in my mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well those those are our picks, so 
let's let's jump over to the fantasy football world here and let's see what happened last week gosh okay all right week 11 start with we're gonna start with brady and Warren. Yes. Warren scored 203.16. Yes. Brady scored 106.64. Almost a point difference there. Brady was a little unlucky. Well, I know he sold his team, but like he play, he had Mahomes and Dak Prescott in, and those guys had like two of their worst games of the season. They scored him like 12 points. That's rough. Um, so, I mean, but again, like Brady sold his team for picks, so he's he is uh, kind of throwing. Yeah, he's not really like in he's, contention anymore. He's playing uh, Jamal Agnew for the Jaguars. He's playing Adrian Peterson. He's playing uh, Mike Davis. Yikes! Mike Davis is not what we thought he was going to be. And then Lauren's team just like you know. Tom Brady, Jen Hurts, 20 and 30 points. Mixon and Chubb, 24 and 22. He, he, like, Lauren has Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel might just take Lauren to the whole promised land. So, yeah, I mean, the, Bills, the Bills got him negative four points, and he still looked pretty good this week. Um, <laughs> let's get into the next matchup where we had the highest score of the week, which would have been Ben Huber, which makes a lot of sense after all the trades he made. Unfortunately, yeah, our that... boy Jordan had to go up against him. <laughs> yeah, Even I mean, with four four interceptions, Tannehill still got him twelve points. Still put up twelve points. Hey, that's that's crazy. Aaron Rodgers had a Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Dalvin Cook, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, man, just his team has a gauntlet, man. Yeah, so. And Jordan, I mean, it's hard for, well, it's going to be hard for any of us to, well, like you can probably compete with Huber, but like me, Jordan, like, I don't think so. So we're, it doesn't help when like Metcalf gets you seven and Pittman gets you four and Arnold, Dan Arnold doesn't get you anything. and Just a, a tough week there for Jordan, but that's okay. Yeah. I think he... He knows that it, it wasn't really his week in that matchup. Uh, the last one, and Dallin, second highest score of the week, takes out Mark, and he had Justin Herbert. Oh, he had Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, that's and Justin the... Jefferson. Wow. What's the record in our dynasty league for most fantasy points in a week? Because this has to be I'm pretty sure somebody got like two sixty something one week. Oh, okay. So. Oh, I was just meaning by individual player like Jonathan Taylor. Oh. I'm I'm thinking this might be the highest. What did Alvin sure. Kamara have? I'm not sure anyone's gotten over fifty. Well, actually, you're right. Kamara might have done it once last. Or, yeah. I anyway. Tyreek did it once. Okay. Um, but oh, no, but man. this is incredible. Yeah, huge performance. Yeah, Jefferson, Herbert, and Taylor alone, like. 
would it be massive games okay well let's get into the real matchup here matchup of the week the trips right matchup Edinburgh (laughs) style and what do you know Ben lost Mm -hmm. hey you exceeded your projection by three points that's a a moral victory right (laughs) and I just about got to mine but yeah um Cam had a big game for you he did Cam had a great game. Mac Jones, not so great. Um, I was in some running back trouble, so I'm throwing in, like, Devon, Deonta Foreman. and uh, Oh, man, Brian Edwards got me zero. That's not a good look. <laughs> he didn't even I get targeted. I wrong call on, like, tight ends, too. Like, I always put in the tight end who never scores the most. <laughs> so, anyway, but, yeah, you had a, you had a nice week from Keenan Allen, who was a recent trade addition. Terry well, yeah, Keenan Allen and Christian Johnson. McCaffrey, obviously. Look at, yeah, you, and then, look at all your wide receivers, man. 22 from Thielen, 23 from Deontay, 21 from Terry, 20 from Keenan Allen. That's a nice, yeah, nice wide receiver room. All over 20 there. Um, even with Darius Leonard. You know, Darius Leonard hasn't been the monster that he has been in past years. Maybe I need to start looking for other... <laughs> I mean, IDP, I guess, hardly makes a difference. Some some, some weeks they can, but... Yeah. Um, well, that's a good win for you. We're yeah, it was, a, along. it was a very needed win because I've been on a little skid, so... Yeah, let's jump uh-huh. over to this week. Um, let's talk about Brady and Mark. Yeah. Yes. So this will be an interesting matchup because I would assume these guys are in the bottom half of the teams with me and Jordan as of right now. Um, so Brady projected to get about 185. Mark's projected to get about 164. But Brady Brady's had, 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 a nice, he's had a nice little start to the week here. Oh, he did play Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox had two touchdowns. Good for him. And Daniel Carlson getting him 21 points from the kicker spot. That's oh, I didn't even notice that. Holy cow. That's that's gravy right there. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So I mean when your kicker's getting you 21, your your flex tight end is giving you 18. Wide receiver's giving you 17. I mean single Terry, not much, but Dak's doing good for him. Mm-hmm. Um Oh man, Mark's, Mark only got five from Waller. That's Waller's not giving Mark probably what he thought he was going to get this year. Yeah, Waller got Waller. hurt halfway through the game. Oh, did he? Oh, Today, okay. yeah, and he didn't. He didn't come back into the game. So, um, yeah, I mean, like you said, these both these teams probably aren't playoff I teams, mean, unless, but unless Mark, uh, Brady keeps winning. So, and I and I take a slide, I guess. But <laughs> um, let's see the other matchup before we get into ours. We've got Dallin and Lauren. Man, Lauren's already clinched a playoff spot. He's on a six-game win win streak. This is kind of the uh, matchup of the week here. Yeah, it's projected to be pretty close, at least within a, like five or six points. But twenty-one from Diggs for. Lauren, 
And he got eight from Zerline, 11 from the Bills. Not bad. Uh, Dowling got 15 from Dalton Schultz. So, bad. Start with your tight end there. So, yeah, Ooh. I mean, this could be a very close week, but. He decided to play. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Dallin decided to play Tua instead of Derek Carr. And I know Carr, Carr had a bad week last week, but he did pretty good today. Yeah. Let's see how that works out for him. Mm. Yeah, Lord's just on a win streak, so it's it's tough to see him. Yeah. And yeah, Lord's already clinched his playoff spot. Good for him. Okay. Man, Dallin's in second. Look at that. Yeah. Wow. Had a good rebuild. Yeah. Okay. And... Um, I'll go to mine. I'm playing Jordan this week. Yes. Um, I don't have a lot of opportunities to win a lot of weeks. Jordan is still currently projected to beat me by about 20. Um, but I really hope I can get a win here uh, just because they are, <laughs> they don't come along very often. So I'm playing guys like Devonta Freeman, uh, Ty Johnson. Cole Beasley got me nine. Almond Rossi and Brown got me six. Roquan Smith got me three. Not great. He got 15 <laughs> from Gallup, 12 from Goff. Only two from DeAndre Swift. Um, Swift Swift also got hurt in that game and didn't yeah. come back in. Yeah. So, I mean, there's the door is open. It could easily get slammed shut, but we'll see if I can get a win. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then yours. Yeah, this is another big matchup here um we're projected to be pretty close right now i had a pretty good thanksgiving day uh david montgomery you know had his 10 point game which isn't super great but it's not the worst uh josh jacobs ended up with 19 and and josh allen had 28.7 which i sorely needed a big game from him so yeah um oh and then for ben he had 16.9 from Elliott Hawkinson, 12.5, because he actually scored a touchdown today. And Parsons got him 10. So, yeah, we're projected right right close. Um, so hopefully, I really need a win here, because like you said, if I lose and Brady keeps winning, it could be interesting. But <laughs> um, Yeah, it should be another fun week here. And Yeah. And then before we know it, it'll be playoff time because we got this week, next week, week 14, and then we only got like three weeks left, and then we're in the playoffs. Wow. Crazy. So time to string together some wins here. Yeah. Maybe I should play Big Ben this week. <laughs> what are your options? Well, no. No. Yeah, I was, I was just joking. My Steeler brain wants me to put him in, you know. Yeah. Oh, but I guess one thing is I don't have, I don't have Kelsey this week, so. But he like, but Ben Huber doesn't have uh, Terry Kill, so. Oh, true. Yeah, our our Chiefs are out, and I guess I don't have a kicker in right now. I put a claim in on one, so. Um, I guess when I put him in, I'll be projected to win, but you can never really take the kicker's word for it, you know. Yeah. So, anyways, 
think that's it. That's our week. Hey? Yeah, that's the football week. Um, Happy Thanksgiving to all you out there celebrating. Yeah, and we're getting we're getting close to the end. Man, football season seems like it's been going forever, but also seems like it's gone very fast. <laughs> and yeah, no, the fact that we're just like three weeks away from our playoff and fantasy, which I mean, that doesn't that means like the regular season's going to wrap up soon. Well, yeah, we're really we'll be in the playoffs. Just over a month from from the playoffs, playoffs. So. Um. Yeah, and the way the NFL is this year, I mean, it's gonna like there's gonna be some crazy things happening down the stretch, some fighting fights for playoff spots and things. So it's gonna be a good one. Anyway, you got anything else, Ben? Patriots going for the number one seed in the AFC. That's what we're going for now. Oh gosh, if the Patriots get the bye somehow, I'd be so mad. Like Tom Brady left. Stop it. <laughs> Stop. Oh, it's what it's meant. It's meant to be, man. Things oh, will gosh. be right again. Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Hey, it could happen. I mean, they're on a roll. So. You don't want it to, but it could. Mm-hmm. All right. I think that's it. All right. Good night. See everybody.